What is going on, BW Sports One World? That's right. I forgot to hit the button for. That's right. That's how we roll. It's live. It's Wednesday night live. That's right. Damon, what's going on? Bro, I'm feeling super. In, in our immortal words of the great Dynasty Bro Vic, I am organic today. Organic. Love it. Yes. We have, we have, we have positive Vic all <laughs> through the show today. I don't know, man. Okay, I'm an oh. omnipresent. There you go. I like yes. it. I like it. Get the qualm going, you know? What they say, and it wasn't it Jerry Maguire, the qualm? Yeah, I, I've seen Jerry Maguire like once and a half times. I mean, it's, it was okay, okay, but it was like, yeah, the, the best part of the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Who's coming with me? That might be the two best parts of the movie. <laughs> I don't know. Little kid's awesome, dude. Well, I mean, all kids are good. Well, no. no. Not always. All kids anyway. are good. It just depends on the parent behind them. But anyway, I am Unagi. Wow. I don't even know. Did that come from the one Shinari? No, that was friends. And we just had this conversation on Messenger with our guest yesterday. Yep. Sure did, didn't we? Well, you know. Enough talk about it, Damon. Let's bring the positivity out to the BW Sports One World and welcome the positivity into the network. The human head weighs eight. That right there, Tom Racker, the human head weighs eight pounds. Best line in the whole movie. Welcome aboard to the BW Sports One crew, Monica. Rochelle Clark, what is going on? You had me at hello. See, that's the woman part of that movie. That thank is the you. Woman part okay, of thank movie. you. Maybe we had. Oh, wait a minute. We did have you at hello when we said, Welcome aboard the BW Sports One family. Ah, uh, namaste. <laughs> I am so honored. Super excited to be here. Seriously. I'm nervous. I can't wait. Why are you nervous? What are you hold, nervous I for? I, I don't know. You should have taken my own advice. You should have you know meditated what? right before. It was my intention. I did meditate today, but I came from the ice rink, and I just didn't. I had to do my mic check, man. I didn't fit it in, and I'm feeling it. 
but it's okay. I'm good. You're here. You're here. You're embracing the fans with positivity. And let's talk a little bit about quantum inspirations. Monica, yeah. let's put everybody on board of who you are. We've had you on before, but let's let's remind everybody who you are, what you do, and then we'll kind of get into the new show coming up. Okay. Awesome. So I am Monica Rochelle Clark, and I chose to put my middle name in there because it's been mine all my life. I kept Clark because I married him, bless his heart, and I want to have the same last name as my kids, but I wanted to like take back a part of me, so I include my middle name. Um, I'm a Southsider. I grew up on the South Side. I Liar. went to high school with Dan. Yes, Rebel. That, that part's real. That part's real, but you're not a Southsider anymore. It's unfortunate. You're right. I'm not. <laughs> I'm closer to the hockey rink. That's all I'm going to say. There okay. You go. Um, I was in the show choir with Dan. I will always let that be known that Dan Stevens was in show Thank choir. And, and he was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Spirit fingers. Oh no, that's cheer. You weren't a jazz hands. Jazz hands. Oh, jazz hands. Jazz hands. Spirit fingers. Jazz hands. Totally different. Okay, thing. it's totally different thing. Um, okay, so grew up on the south side. Am I? Am I screaming? Am I too loud? Yeah, there is a heck of an echo coming from your end. I don't know where it's coming from though. It, it might well, be the earbud. Well, I have high ceilings. Maybe I don't know. Okay, so I'll talk a little quieter because I'm like screaming. I'm so excited. Um, but I was a mediocre athlete. I was always on the C team growing up. Okay, always on the C team. And it definitely did define me in a way. Okay, so we'll get back around to that. Um, grew up, went to college, got a communication degree, got bored, moved to Hollywood. It wasn't for me. Came back and started having babies. Um, I have three like major mega athletes. They're amazing. Didn't get that from mom. Um, <laughs> I'm a nurse and I pass out a lot of drugs and I'm sick of passing out drugs. I became a single mom about two and a half years ago and um, take full responsibility for my role in that, okay? Because you create your own reality is what I have learned, and I'm here to share that as well. Um, and so I did not want to trade time with my kids for hours at the hospital, so I started looking for something else. I was looking for an online business, and I found it. And not only did I find that, but I found my voice. I found a love for quantum physics because I really started diving into this like internal work and mindset and looking at metaphysics and all of the stuff going on around us that we can't see because 90% of this shit we can't see. There's so much more to it. And so I really started diving into that. Um, I love quantum physics. That's why I'm in, into this quantum inspiration is what we're calling it. But what happened is, you know, my kids, all three of my kids are athletes. I've got two kids who play hockey and other sports. And then um, one who does horseback riding. And so what I started to notice is I'm watching them as they're 
coming out of the ice rink or coming out of the arena. And I started seeing them like define themselves based on what the outside world was telling them. I saw them start to define themselves very heavily on that first place or that second place or that third place, like third place wasn't good enough. Right. And so I was like, man, I got to start having some conversations with these kids, um, quantum physics, metaphysics, uh, the power within and really dive into it with sports. And so that's what we've been doing. And now when my kids step out of a sport, I ask them immediately, how do you feel? How do you feel? Because it's all about that internal feeling. Got to have the internal feeling first. And so like, that's like my angle here is um, my passion is teaching my kids about the power inside of them, teaching my kids that um, everything starts here first. It has to be a thought first. It has to be a feeling first in order for it to materialize. And so like, that is what I'm here to share. That's what I'm super passionate about because there's so much tied into sports. So much. It's like this rabbit hole that we're going to go down together and I'm super freaking excited about it. Oh, we're getting ready to dive in to the minds of athletes and young adults too, because I really think that that could, uh, you know, kind of dive into the, the youth organizations, the, the, the high schools, you know, even the colleges, um, you know, once you get to pros, they get kind of stubborn as we all know. Um, that's why Damon is so stubborn because he's a pro and <laughs> pro that's something. We just don't know what. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, you you know what? We warned you beforehand, and you said it's okay. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. This is relaxing me. Try not to be so damn serious. Well, I mean, that's half of our problem is we're always not serious. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I can balance you out, perhaps. There you go. There you go. So, no, no, go ahead. I'm really excited about the pairing. You know, I'm excited about. Um, and one of the things that I like about what we're trying to do here at the Sports, not all just about sports, but everything that we do in life kind of, you know, circles back to sports. You know, you're always competing at some level if you just at a job or just at a job or a team. You know, you're always competing. So, yes. You to get something uh, You know, people always forget about the mental side of it. You know, um, back in our day, you just always took, you know, the guy who was just a little bit different, always off to the side, and you never really included him. And that's the difference that we have today. The mental aspect dealt with on all levels. And that's why I like the fact that we're um, able to do that type of thing with, with the show and with you on board. That's awesome. You're right. I mean, think about. Um, competition is taught us at a very young age. You know, right when we go to school, what are we doing? We're competing with the students around us. It's all about who can get the test done fastest. I mean, it is very heavily ingrained in us to compete. And competition is not a bad thing in itself. But competition becomes a bad thing when it defines you as an individual. And that is not what we want to teach our children. Because if we teach our children that the first place is what is going to validate them and make them feel good, then they're always going to be needing the outside world to define their happiness. And that is just not a way that you want to live your life. We see people doing it all the time, right? 
Yep. Every day, all day. I mean, and it's not it's just the norm. Sports. I mean, yeah, it's in, it's in everything. It's in work. It's in absolutely. And just uh, sometimes it's literally who gets to the mailbox first, and, and it's that type of mentality that you know that to a point it's good. You know, competition, like you said, is great. And Damon will be right back. Um, but t- competition is great. However, it's got to be used in, in a positive manner, just like everything else does. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it, when I said I started seeing the kids like come off the ice rink and it was like, if they didn't win, they were really upset. Mm-hmm. And so I would say to them, you know, like, what did you do right? Because think about life in general. What do we focus on more? Our failures or our successes? We focus more on our failures. That is what sticks out to us, right? And why? Why do we do that to ourselves? And it doesn't have to be like that. And certainly if you start your kids at a very young age, it's so much easier because their minds are so pliable. We can literally recreate the neuronal pathways in our brain. And how do we do that? We do that. Through me for a those big words. This is neuroscience. <laughs> we can always, seriously, our brain is always looking for new pathways. And you can literally change your personality. And so there's this saying that goes, your personality creates your personal reality. Because if you walk, if you're walking around pissed off all the time, looking for something to validate you outside of you, you're just going to be drawing in negative circumstances all the time, all the time. And this is, this is quantum physics. This is real shit. It used to be woo woo, but it's not woo woo anymore. Like this is real scientific. There, there are scientific studies behind it. It's, it's real shit. We can't deny it anymore. And it's not just quantum physics, folks. It's quantum inspiration. It's coming. In January, and I can't wait for this. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're all excited. There are are tons of professional athletes that use, like, high-level professional athletes that use meditation and visualization. I mean, how do you think they got there? I know, like, um, I did some research. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Michael Phelps. And there there are more, too, but those are the ones. Right? Right. The greats of their sport. Yeah, and so we'll, like, I want to talk about these, like, um, seemingly, like, metaphysical woo-woo concepts that really can be applied and be applied very practically and easily. And there's some really neat stuff to talk about within it. It's very fascinating. It's fun. It's exhilarating. And I want to share some tools that we can use. Um, in any realm of life and that we can share with our kids in any, any realm of life, but particularly sports. I like it. I think it sounds awesome. It will be fun. It will make it fun and interesting. All kinds of interesting facts about the brain. I mean, it's, it's mind blowing pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. But, um, um, and another thing that we're, we we got good going here is we like to connect people. I think we kind of made a connection uh, between uh, two new friends of ours. Um, so I'm really ex- excited to see 
I'm not gonna say anything about it, but I'm really excited to see what you two come up with with uh, the positive vibes that both of you come from both of you guys' entities. So this should be great. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited. It's all about connection. It's all about divine connection. And so what I've noticed is if I will just sit back and just shut all this off for a little while and actually be present in the moment, in the now, and not be thinking about all of the other things, all of the things I have to do, all the things that happened yesterday, if you can just shut all that down for just a short while, you just open your world up to possibility. And it, these concepts, putting them into action, this mindset work has completely changed my life, completely. I was just an angry little woman just a couple years ago. <laughs> I really was. I know that Dan doesn't remember that because I was pretty perky and happy in high school, but I was in a total victimhood mentality for years. You know, oh, I was in a bad marriage. Oh, I made so many bad decisions. Oh, things were so difficult. And I just walked around in this cycle of victimhood. And then one day, someone pointed me in a direction, and I started looking up all of these motivational speakers like Wayne Dyer, Louise Hayes, um, Joe Dispenza, Abraham Hicks, and then boom, it turned a light on for me that changed my life. You are in control of the world around you. Mm -hmm. it's, it's true. You create your own reality. It all starts here first. And it has completely changed my life. I'm happy. <laughs> my kids think I'm a good, good mom now. I don't, like, I don't snap at them. I mean, well, sometimes I do. <laughs> but deserve it sometimes. Far less than I used to deserve it, God damn it. Um, but, you know, like, I'm fun. I'm happy. It just is, life is good. And I draw in all of these amazing experiences into my life because I'm open to the possibility. And it's what I expect. And you get what you expect out of life. You do. I mean, Damon, don't you feel that much more positive in the past 20 minutes of your life than you have all day long? Let me answer that for you because I know that answer. Hell yes, you do, because I know the shit you've been doing all day. <laughs> I'm feeling more organic at this moment than I have all day. So, do I even know what you've been doing all day? I'm be present. He's been, yeah, he's been on the computer working his butt off today. Caused himself, yeah. and I told him, from now on, note to self, no working on the computer for Damon on show day. <laughs> but I bet some of this quantum inspirations could help the migraines that people get. Because the stress level goes out, right? Absolutely. Damn so, <laughs> breathe. You need to take some deep breaths in through your nose, hold it for four, out through your mouth, <laughs> or a little bit of that. It is show now, night. We can, talk, we can talk about that too and what that does to the chemicals in your brain. You're uh, having a major flood of dopamine right now, okay? You're using up all your damn stores, and you're not going to be happy when you wake up in the morning because you won't have any dopamine left over. I'm going to drink water. <laughs> That's what that is, Monica. He just put a little co like coloring in it to make it look like it's really water. 
<laughs> hey, but I have my organic. I'm, I'm not judging you. That's good. Organic tea. There you go. Stay hydrated. Black. There you go. Just well, Monica, stay before hydrated. You, before you, because you, I know you got to get to something else because you are just nothing but a ball of rolling positivity. Give whoever you want to give a shout out. Let people know where to find you right now until we get the show rolling and everything. Where can everybody find you at? Right now, I'm on Facebook. So I'm Monica Rochelle Clark. Check me out on Facebook. Um, scroll through my feed. Let it lift you up. There's lots of amazing meditations, some inspirational speaking. Um, I even have my kids on every once in a while. My oldest, Sophia, is also on with me, and she's super intelligent. She um, writes English, horseback rider. She's amazing. Um, but, yeah, drop in, check me out. If you just need a boost, I've got you. Just drop in for just a couple minutes is all it takes, and you will feel the positivity. And I am honored, so honored to be a part of this journey with you guys and with all of you. I am super, super excited. I promise I will bring the highest, most meaningful message to you. Well, as you see, our wonderful friend over at Elite Performance, Zach Deer, is anyone keeping track of the mic drop statements that Monica's been having here? Dan, you better keep be taking notes for your mental battle with workouts and nutrition. Hey, I'm working really hard on it. You could detest that, sir. And I can't wait to show everybody what I'm going to look like in April. When I get in that car... Yes. I'm going to be Good zipping a little bit faster. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm super just excited. You got this, Dan. I have faith oh, yeah. in you. Just oh, yeah. don't come to my house to eat, and you should be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, we thank you again for for coming in um, tonight's show. We thank you again for joining BW Sports 1 and bringing that positivity coming soon. Quantum Inspirations by Monica Rochelle Clark. Monica, thank you again. We will definitely be in touch soon. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about over the next three weeks or so before this starts rolling. So we'll be on a, a hot key on the messenger bottle. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great All night, right. you guys. See I ya. love you. Love you. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Everybody's going to love you. Not at all. I'm married. I got to behave myself. Oh, that doesn't mean you can't love. That's what brings the positivity in the world, sir. It's, it's I love your Jesus aura. Love. There you go. Thank you. She went deep on you now. Oh, now like you don't that. want me to get into aura. my alien theory. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, you got no, hey, a lot of work to right do with there this with guy. you, buddy. <laughs> right. I know. I'm on it. I'm on it. All right, Monica, have fun. Good luck tonight on your uh, next big thing you got coming up tonight at 9 o'clock. Check her out, Monica Rochelle Clark. We'll see you guys later. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. See ya. That is Monica Rochelle Clark. Man, you messed me up when you went out and flipped our cameras because you're usually not on that side of me. Yeah, I mean, we can flip Pop it back. back in I had threw to. me way off. Yeah, I had to uh, jump out to fix some technical difficulties, and I didn't want people just looking it at me like phenomenal. Now, now you, now it sounds wonderful. I mean, Tom Racker's on our text messages saying, "Hey, fix something, damn it!" Yeah, I had to. <laughs> it looks like I have a uh, a loop, not a loose cable. I think I have a faulty cable happening, so I'm gonna have to replace uh, a piece. So, not the big XLR. Use. We'll talk about it afterwards. I, we I got blacked. It. 
I uh I uh I blacked it. I can't say the ah. other word. I Jimmy rigged it. There you go. How was that? I thought it was Jerry. Jimmy Jerry, but that's not what we called it in my community. <laughs> I'm not saying it. <laughs> Nor I. Nor I. Nor I. But all right. Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. Hey, let's get into uh, a little uh, station identification with our good buddy over at the Rockstar Realty, Mr. Sean. Rockstar Nugent, if I find it. There it is. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home. Now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. No, Courtney. It was somewhat on his end, too. <laughs> no, I got you. You talk about the, the back end. The back end. Oh, I got you. I got you. No, I'm with you on that. It's all right. It's all right, though. All right, Dave. We're all good. All right. Let's talk a little college. All right. Let, me get, let me get my line back up because oh, the commercials yeah. are out of order and all things is jacked I, up. I know. I. I really rigged this up on you, didn't I? <laughs> oh, man. They didn't even save the other ones that I put in there. That's bad. No, not at all. <laughs> not Damn it, man. So we just go float with this one, bro. Do you oh, even yeah. have, do we have, we don't even have like the games and shit are gone now. Like I had stuff in there that they're all gone. I, I mean, I added stuff too, and I'm missing some of those games that I put on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, well. Roll but on. I remember. But no, no, like the best game stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, terrible. Yeah, I didn't even have that. You didn't have that in there. Nothing was I, in there. I had stuff in there. I'm telling uh, well, you. Well, we're, we're going to roll on. Uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So now I got to pull up another screen to pull oh up games. But you know what? We're going to start off with college football. No. I don't yeah. care. I quit. Oh, quit. Fine. <laughs> See ya. All right. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. We're starting college. With college football, sir. <laughs> this is the conference championship weekend. And I'm a little interested in a couple things. All right. You're going to start at the top and go with the pole and then move into the conversations? Or are you just going to skip past the pole altogether? I guess I should see the poll. Is the poll on my end first? That's a, let's see that. Oh, yeah. Well, I see earlier when I flipped the information, I flipped that to the bottom. But, yes, let's start with the polls. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Notre Dame, not Michigan. Number three, Clemson. And number four, Ohio State. I have major issues with this whole thing. Well, if you said it before, and obviously it's not going to change, so there's no point saying you don't like a 5-0 and or a 6-0 and team in this conversation. Do I not have a reason to be pissed about this? Like half a, a lot more other people? And no, I'm not pissed because IU didn't get in. I'm pissed because Ohio State is at 5-0 and and then they're in the playoffs. 
I hope I mean, they were they were going to be there anyway. It was it, it was the shenanigans. I told you when the Big Ten pulled that crap that they were going to get in regardless. They're going to have the men because they feel that they're one of the best four teams in the country, regardless of what AM does, regardless of what uh, uh, Iowa State does. Wow. Uh, that was another <laughs> one that I don't understand is up there. You know, regardless of all that come to play, that's who they want there. That's who they're going to have there. And the only way that they can not be there is lose. Let's look at this. Okay, let's look at this. I do not understand Iowa State. Since you don't want me to talk about Ohio State, I'll move on for that, but I don't believe they should be in the top four regardless of what you and anybody else says. Iowa State at 8-2, and two, you lost to Louisiana the first game of the season. Not LSU. You lost to Louisiana. How in the hell have you moved up this far in the rankings? You're Iowa State. There's IU, Cincinnati. I don't know why Georgia's still up there. Florida just took another loss and they're still up there. And now they got to go to the play in the SEC game against Alabama. <clears throat> it's, called, it's called Power Five football. Period. It doesn't oh, matter. It doesn't oh. matter what Cincinnati. Let's just move on about it. Why I are mean, we talking about it then? It, I, I mean, it doesn't matter what uh, what Iowa State. I mean, what any school not in the Power Five. You know I mean, IU had a shot, but we we all know that IU's quarterback, if he did not get hurt, if he didn't tear his ACL, IU be in that game because somebody because the Big Ten would have a a team that can properly represent the Big Ten in the national championship conversation. You know what I mean? Without that, I mean, do you really think Northwestern had a shot? No, we really don't. The only two teams that really had a shot are the two teams that were left, IU and Ohio State. Ohio State team was healthy. They've been on them all year. You had a Heisman candidate. All those factors in and the fact that it was a power five, all those teams that aren't in power fives, you're going to always fall secondary to any team that's in the power five. So if it came down to Ohio State losing and it being IU versus Cincinnati, Cincinnati, IU could have had two losses. Cincinnati could have been undefeated. But IU won the Big Ten, so IU's going to the Final Four. That's just how it's going to be. That's okay. how it was designed, so that's how it's going to be. All right, well, the college college still has the, the final say-so in who gets in, correct? Not the conferences. The NCAA does, correct? Am I wrong? Correct. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. You don't want to hear it. I'm not going to talk about it. I mean, what is what do you not want to hear? What we don't want to hear is you to say your discretion with Ohio State oh, being it's there. The they're, not, they're not going to change. It's the Big Ten period because they, well, they they screwed themselves by putting an eight-week, eight-game, no no room for anything, any mistakes or anything happening. And then they retract their, their first uh, stipulations. I'm sorry. The NCAA needs to grow balls and step up and say, whoa, hold on here. There's at least three other teams up there that are deserving of that fourth spot right now. 
Ohio State, I'm sorry. You don't belong there. To you. Big Ten. No, it's not just me. <laughs> well, if it wasn't just you, they wouldn't be there. <laughs> it's not. It must not be the, the 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 total control people, obviously. But I'm not them. Neither. None but, of us and, are. And contrary to the belief, the NCAA doesn't control it either. It's the FBS that controls it. Whoever. Throw <laughs> balls. Tell the Big Ten you screwed up by waiting what three or four weeks after the season for SEC and all them started, and you gave no leeway of mistakes. So you shot yourself in the foot. If you can't play six games, you can't play six games. You put the stipulations out. Grow balls and stick by them, period. I don't give a fuck if it was Ohio State or any other team in the Big Ten. You shot yourself in the foot, grow balls, stick them down. <laughs> the two are crazy. Okay. Um, so moving on. Um, so the conversation of Florida is now over. They lost, so we don't have to worry about that conversation with uh, them in Alabama. Uh, so you got the Big Ten championship <laughs> game. You got number four, Ohio Hold State. Goes to get what? If, let's hypothetically speaking here, what if Florida was to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game? Uh, Alabama is obviously still going to be in, in the four teams. Does Do they move Florida in? Over Ohio State. Uh, or, wait a minute. If Notre Dame wins, if Notre Dame wins, Clemson's got two losses. Does that? Does if Clemson Notre Dame wins, Clemson's out. Okay. Yeah. If Notre Dame wins that game, Clemson's out. So, um, I think if Clemson Florida's wins that game, Notre Dame still has a shot. Um, Florida, if they win that game. They're going to put them in because you can't not have an SEC conference championship not in the Final Four because you're not going to have a Pac-12 team in, and they really don't want a Big 12 team in. So that's what you got. Well, they obviously feeling something by putting Iowa State at six for some ungodly reason. Yeah, that's just to make uh, just to make some people have conversations like the one we're having now. I'm, no, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm not thinking they deserve to be there. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I don't. I, I. I. don't blame the kids. I don't blame the schools. I blame the administration. The kids go out and play football. The coaches go out and play and coach football. You know what I mean? It is what it is. I can't punish them if they only play five games. They only play five games. This is the year 2020. If this was going on in a non-pandemic year, then I wouldn't really particularly. I mean, then I'd be angry. But right now, things ain't the same. The NBA starts in January. You know what I'm saying? They got two, I mean, uh, the end of December. They got two weeks of preseason or eight games. You know what I'm saying? So everything is different. So I can't really, I'm not going to really crucify them, any of them, you know? Okay. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's talk, let's talk about these uh, conference championship games. Let's start, let's make our picks in the conference championship games. We haven't made picks in college this year much at all. I want to hear our thoughts on the championship games. Uh, Big Ten, OSU, Northwestern. Um, Northwestern has gave us a good show all year. I just think that um, Ohio State's a better team, and they're going to win it. Uh, it's 17 points. I just don't think they have the horses to keep up with them. Okay. And they're uh, playing in Indy, aren't they? Yeah, it's here, Lucas Oil. Oh, yeah. So you got all this speed with no weather 
influences. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gonna be hard to beat. It's gonna be hard to beat Ohio State for Northwestern, especially what we're three hours away from Columbus, and there's a shit ton of Ohio State fans here. <laughs> well, we're what three hours away from Northwestern too, right? Uh, well, yeah, they are in Western Chicago, right? Uh, yep. They're up towards Both that way. Us. Oh, they're on this side. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, but there's not a lot of Northwestern fans compared to Ohio State because you hear Buckeye Nation all over the place around here. I don't know. Northwesterns are the smart kids, so I'm going to go with the smart kids. <laughs> Pac-12, Oregon versus number 13, Southern Cal. What are you picking? I'm going to go to Oregon because I got the best uniforms in all of college sports. And that's the only reason you would pick that because I think Southern Cal is going to break the beat the brakes off of that team. As much as it hurts me to say that, just being a non-Southern Cal fan completely, I just don't see uh I just don't see Oregon being able to do it this year. Southern Cal is kind of on their way back up um, to where they were a long time ago, I should say. I mean, a long time ago, not as long as, uh, you know, Michigan or anything. But, you know, Southern Cal has been up there in, in the in the hey, 2000s. I do, I do believe Southern Cal has won a national championship since you. Uh, you as well. All right. But, I mean, you keep bringing so up. We we're, not even so in, we. we're not even in the conversation, so I don't even know why we keep being mentioned. We're not uh, in the playoff conversation. I've not heard everything about 12 more years. So you're going to have to deal with it for – yeah, I'll say weeks. 12 more years every time you mention Michigan. You can't say anything because you lost to us and you can't do anything about it for 12 years. So that's why I keep okay. mentioning it. I haven't mentioned it at all. <laughs> at all. But, One time. You know, I like talking shit. <laughs> anyway, so the game that we're really concerned about is the number three and the number two Clemson-Notre Dame game. Um, I have mixed feelings about this game because one when Notre Dame won earlier I thought it was because of the disappearance we lost you he went rogue on us folks he's on the mime mannequin look right now he's stuck in limbo he says he's got mixed reviews. We'll get back to his thoughts as soon as he gets back hooked up. My thoughts, obviously, are a little bit biased. However, I think Notre Dame could do it. I really think, regardless of Trevor Lawrence being in there or not, I really think that um, Notre Dame could beat them. They have a defense better than they've had in a while. Um, they got an offense that's pretty strong. Now, granted, Clemson's offense is immaculate, especially with Trevor Lawrence in. And they didn't have a couple of their defensive backs when we played them the first time go around. You know what? It doesn't matter to me. We beat them. Now, excuse me, in my opinion, if Notre Dame loses to Clemson, does Notre Dame stick in the, in the top four of the playoffs? I do say yes. One, because they are that independent team. Two, they are Notre Dame. Three, they've only lost one game, and that one loss came from a team in the ACC championship that day, regardless of who was on the field, they did beat the first time. So I really do think that Notre Dame can win this game. There he is, 
the mime, the myth, the mannequin is back. Damon, please proceed with your mixed thoughts and emotions on Clemson Notre Dame. Um, I picked I, I I thought Notre Dame won earlier in the year because of Trevor Lawrence not playing. I think Notre Dame now is a better team. I don't really know who I think they're evenly matched. Um, either one could can come out on the end of this game. Um, I don't have any love for Clemson at any all at in all. I don't have the hate for Notre Dame that Notre Dame fans have for us. So I will pick Notre Dame to win this game. All right. Now let me ask you a question. I, I answered it while you had the, the fallout for a second. I gave my opinion, said I obviously think Notre Dame can win this, but regardless if Notre Dame loses, are they still in the playoffs, Damon? Uh, that depends on the SEC. So if Florida was to happen to beat Alabama and Notre Dame loses, Florida and Alabama are in with Clemson and Ohio State. Uh, I think Ohio State would be the man out. Okay, so Notre Dame would still be in there. If Notre Dame loses, if Notre Dame loses, they could fall out, but I think they would go because they're number two, right? Yep. So I think they would go to four. And if Alabama loses, Florida jumped, uh, Notre Dame would drop one. And Alabama would go to three. Notre Dame would go to four. And Florida would still be left out of the final four. Yep. Okay. I think Florida gets in. The only way Florida gets in is if um, OSU and Notre Dame lose. Okay. All right. What other game is there? That is not the most exciting game of the week. No, it is. Won't even get to see it. And this is a note that disappeared. I don't know where it went because it was the first note. But um, here in Indiana, we have a big rivalry week. You know, everybody has a good rivalry. You know, uh, Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, Notre Dame, USC. Uh, Washington State, Washington. You know, Alabama, Auburn. You know, these games are huge games. We have one of those two here in the state of Indiana. And this will be the first time they will not be played in one century. The mm-hmm. old oaken bucket between Purdue and IU. It looked like they was going to have the game with conversations earlier in the week, but they came out yesterday saying that there will not be the plane of the hundredth plane of the old oaken bucket. The last time that this game was not played, here's the here's the irony of it. The last time this game was not played was in the 1918-1919 season. What was going on in the country at that time? Well, uh, World War One. No. Yeah, yes. Great, yeah, World War One. And what else? The, uh, was it the Great Depression? No, that was 29, wasn't it? It was the Spanish Oh, blue. Spanish flu, yeah. A Duh. pandemic. Imagine that. So 100 years later. History has court, repeated itself. We have another pandemic that is stopping the old oak and bucket, which keeps Purdue from getting their ass whipped. Uh, yeah, because Purdue, Purdue wasn't going to make it very, very worthwhile at all. Sorry, Purdue fans. I love you. But I used just a little bit too much for your team this year, even with the backup quarterback. 
yeah, it doesn't look good for the Boilers, but they should be good next year. That's what they said last year. (laughs) That's what a lot of teams in the Big Ten say. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's true. All right, so um, I guess that takes us into basketball. Not a lot of conversation, not a lot of change up at the top. Uh, you got the same team, uh, the same, okay. you know, two teams at the top, same three at the top. Excuse me. I got to address something here. I just got a text from a Courtney Thomas. Okay. Her last name is Barrett. Well, it's Thomas to me because <laughs> this is the picture she sends me, folks. <laughs> That's because you're running your damn mouth. <laughs> Yep, I sure am. And they're not <laughs> going to stop me. <laughs> All right, roll on. I'm sorry. I had to get that in there. I'll give you a little love. There you go. Michigan did beat the shit out of us two years ago when we played them. Done deal. Now move on. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to, but you won't I let mean, me. I'm talking shit because we're good this year. Let me have it. Well, that's fine. Talk shit. Leave me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to basketball. College hoops. Uh, nothing has really changed too much with the top three. Uh, Gonzaga, Baylor, Iowa. Iowa's really good. They play a style of basketball that my cohort over here, uh, Dan, loves. Yes, um, it, it's almost a lost art of, of basketball. But if you really watch him, he still plays the new new school style. He's okay. just so dominant in the paint, and they, they, they give him the ball. Uh, I don't know how that's going to translate to the NBA, but for college, oh, he's playing absolutely outstanding. And I don't know if you guys watched that debacle that they gave North Carolina's bigs. Now, later on in the year, I don't know if that's going to be the same outcome, but uh, Luca Garza is the real deal, folks. If you like a good back-to-the-bucket big man, and obviously on the state of basketball, we're going to talk about him some more. Uh, down the line as we get into the college season. But that guy, man, he is nice. And the Big Ten is loaded with some bigs, buddy. Yeah, they are. And that's, like I said, like you said, that's that's the style I like to see. I mean, I get the evolution of the game, man. I really do. And I I, I don't have a problem with the three-pointer shot, shots, you know, 50 times a game. But I want to see those drives. I want to see that big man posting up making those nasty, sick moves on somebody else. And it's just – it's an art that is missing in basketball for the most part. And when you see it, like in Iowa, like you said, man, God, it makes you just, like, think of the old days. It's like, yeah, you know, that the Duncan, you know, the Sir Charles, the, the young Shaq, you know, that, that type of people. You see that. And it, it's just fun to me. It's exciting. Uh, it's, it's just the way we grew up on the game. You know, these kids now will have a whole different aspect of it because that's not what they grew up on. So they can't love what they never knew. You know what I mean? They should have been taught what we were taught. They should have been taught a little bit more about it rather than just hate. But no, they've been taught the evolution of the game. The game has grown to a different aspect. You can't hold these kids accountable or these players accountable to a game that is past gone. That's like saying, uh, you know, I liked it when we walked around with sores and cut people's heads off. 
We need to go back to that. Some Those days. were the good old days. Some you know? days, brother. Some days. I like I liked it. I liked it when I didn't have to put my cotton my cotton in a in a truck. I just had the people go out the, in the fields and work it. The good old days. You went way over the board with that one because that was nowhere near where we were going there. I wasn't trying to be like that. You know, the good old days. You know, back oh, to the back. It's like I said, I, I I understand the evolution. I understand what you're saying. I just uh, selfishly, I miss the big game. That's it. And that's because he could never play the big game. <laughs> ah! Ah! Yes. Ah! So now it's time for little do you know I was posting about <laughs> people your size when I was actually in shape. <laughs> yeah, yeah you posted them scrubs by size. Regardless, that was your size. Uh, <laughs> now what? Yeah, that's like we said, yeah. I used to run over boys in the football field, but I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, so let's keep it. But well, oh, we got one more for basketball. You got a a woe Duke. That's a wow Duke. Yeah, wow, whoa. What yeah. what's wrong with Duke now? They got two losses. They're number twenty one. No, but did you hear what Coach K said? Supposedly, I didn't. I, I supposedly heard that he said something about uh, they should cancel the season. And oh. a lot of people were speculating because oh, because you suck this year, man. You, about you know that I'm. Week. You know I'm totally again, and I'm going to bring it up again. Why? <laughs> because I'm a Carolina fan, and I can. <laughs> Anytime Duke sucks, it's kind of – see, I talk, I will talk shit to anybody and any team. I don't care. Hey, what's Duke's record right now? It doesn't matter. What's Eagles North Carolina's suck. record right the now? Eagles suck, but I'm still talking <laughs> shit to everybody in the NFC East, which we'll get to here shortly. <laughs> No, I uh, can't wait. No, he had the same response. We had, we talked about this last week. The coach of uh, uh, was it Alabama State or something like that? You know, called him out because he said, "Oh," <laughs> and most people said because he's got two losses. I mean, he's two and two. Mike doesn't know what he's doing. He's stroking. He's he's not stroking the ego. He's firing up these kids right now in his team that are young. You know. He's got a, what, 50% team of freshmen, sophomores. They're young, no playing time. He's trying to fire them up. That's exactly what this is. I look past it. Duke is going to be in the Sweet 16 like they always are at the end of the year. Well, they weren't there a couple times because they got beat <laughs> second round two years in a row. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. Moving on. Ah. <laughs> uh... Um, yes. Um, Stanford, Stanford's women's basketball coach, um, Tara Vandenveer. Wow. Just the stat. I'm wowing. Oh, the fact that she moved past the great Pat summit, yep. um, with the most wins of college basketball, women's college basketball with a thousand and ninety nine. That's a lot of wins, man. I don't care who you are. That's a lot of wins. Um, I think that puts her in top five of all coaches, men and women. Awesome. Hey, 
she could put a hell of a program together, and, she, and it shows obviously in the record she just broke because Pat Summit is one of the greatest ever. See, si, senor. All right, next. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Rolling, we rolling, got rolling. another little station identification for you from Elite Performance. Oh, yeah. Let everybody know where to find you and how to get in contact with you. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, so you guys can give us a call here, 765-499-1005. Or you can email us, ZD at gmail.com. So you got both by phone and by email. Or if you want the address here at the studio, it's 7430 Little Oak Lane, Indianapolis, Indiana here, 46259. <laughs> I just love the ending to that. I love the ending to I that. I know what but happened. Every time, every time I go, he busts my ass on that Stairmaster or whatever else he makes me do. Because I laughed one too many times for that. <laughs> I I know what happened with the notes now. Uh-oh. Are they on a different note? Nope. They're not on a different note. What was what was up? I was in them. Oh. When you went in. So what you saw was not them updated. I see. So I when see. I came out and you updated, it took away now everything that I put on there. Now we know. And we move on because that's how good we are. So we are into the state of basketball. And, Damon, I cannot wait for you to drop your hardwood knowledge on these boys and girls with the state of basketball. Damon, this (laughs) is your floor, brother. No, man, this is going to be absolutely outstanding, a wonderful show. If you guys are basketball fans, Man, I'm going to talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. And it's not always going to be about current games. Obviously, we're going to go over current games, current situations, and things of that nature where we're talking about, you know, <clears throat> you know, the current NBA schedule and performances and who is excelling and things like that state of Indiana, state of basketball. That's how we do it. It wasn't really a pacer hat, but it is. But it was for the state. But anyway. Uh, but we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different things. We'll talk about training. Uh, we'll talk about, like, the evolution of different positions of the game, like the bigs. You know, we might even have some lists that we do, you know, best dunkers or whatever. But the object is just to talk about basketball. So we'll have plenty of conversations. I'll have plenty of guests. and It'll be great. So tune in. Uh, first episode will drop this weekend. Don't know the time because it's pre-recorded. Uh-oh. Yeah. So but we got two, we got two things for the state of basketball dropping this weekend. We have an interview, mm-hmm. and then we have our inaugural state of basketball. We'll have the inaugural <laughs> state of the union about the state of basketball. <laughs> there you go. Something like that, folks. No, he's talking about we got an interview coming up this weekend. With the president of USA Girls Basketball, which is hosting the 2021 Winter Elite Camp. Future is females, folks, and PW Sports 1 will be there in all the action, broadcasting, streaming live to our YouTube channel, and giving you the play-by-play by the one and the lion. Should be a fun time. 
we'll be so the broadcast will do the camp we'll do their stations and things like that where you guys get to see um these wonderful female trainers and athletes uh work together and making a new group of basketball players and then our our beloved selves you won't see us but you'll hear our great voices uh we'll be doing the play-by-play of the games uh the scrimmage games after they go through all of their little camps so when they're trying to work on what they've learned, then we'll go through it all. Can't wait. I can't wait. Right. But in the what's going on right now in the NBA, preseason. <laughs> That's it, folks, the state of basketball. Preseason is go. going on right now. Um, some nice things have been going on. Uh, don't want to dive too into it because we'll talk about it over the weekend. But, you know, we've seen some people return. Uh, KD's back. Steph's back. Um, Harden is playing. Right. But he still wants out. Uh, that's a classy move. It's an Anthony Davis move. Uh, classy show that you're here to do your job and let the owners look bad. So that's a good move for them. Um, we got some other people. We got some moves. We got Wall Cousins in Houston. Uh, we got some other. We got Chris Paul. I haven't got to see the Hawks or the Suns yet. Uh, the Lakers might have a sneaky star in the making. Uh, everybody has signed their max deals. Giannis is still Giannis. in Milwaukee. Yeah. $228 million. Man, that's, how much, uh, how many years was that one? Six? Uh, five. Five. Okay. Man, that's a lot of cheddar. That's 60 million a year, man. Um, he can oh, bring Greece out of debt. You started, yeah. Yeah, man. Mm. I was a little off on my math for a second there, but I quickly retracted that. <laughs> Still, that's a lot of millions. Yeah, a lot of millions. And now Greek is like, hey, bro, we need you to uh, help out your country. Uh, and, and Giannis is saying, Milwaukee, now it's time to help me out here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So we've seen some draft moves. Uh, we see some off-season moves, but I don't think they're quite done yet. I think there'll be some moves done before the uh, trade deadline. So um, I'm anxious to see, but we'll dive into a lot of those things we'll talk about over the weekend. We'll talk about our MVP selections, um, those awards who we think will win those awards, and I'm going to give you my top four teams of both the East and Western Conference, and the two teams that I think that can dethrone the champs. Uh-oh, and that's all coming. The state of basketball. The commissioner, the one. Check it out, bwsports1.com. An original BW Sports 1 production. Original. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. Message. <laughs> all right, so let's dive into some football. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go. To, let's go right into your team, bro. Mm -hmm. Uh, should Hurts be named a starter for the remainder of the year? I'm going to say one thing and listen up, good folks. If Tegan was on here, that was on here last week, he might be racing right now. However, he heard me say this before the game, and Tom Racker, who's broadcasting over there at CWTV, heard me say this before the game too. I said, the Eagles will end up winning this game. 
Tom Racker sitting there laughing his ass off at me, thinking that I must be drunk early or something. Tegan, which is actually an Eagles fan, he's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying just watch. I'm telling you, Philly is going to win this game. It's not necessarily who's throwing the ball. It has something to do with who the freaking line wants to block for. I feel 100% confident that Carson Wentz has lost all confidence that the O-line and other teammates had in him, and now they they want to change. I'm sorry. This is true shit when it comes to football. If I'm not, if I don't like you, if you're an asshole or whatever, why do I care if I want to block you, block for you or not? Put that guy in. I'm telling you, they came out, and I haven't seen them block like that all year long. Guess he should have bought them isotoners. He should have pulled <laughs> the Merino card out, man. So, so here's the question that I have for you. And the wife and I, we discussed this Uh-oh. a couple of days ago. Uh-oh. And we still haven't yet to get a real reason why you do not like this particular guy. Who? But the way he is playing and the way your chosen one is playing, who would you rather have? Jared Galt? Carson Wentz? Um, that's honestly a toss-up. Sorry, that is a toss-up between those two. Now, I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is is the next Michael Vick because I heard one person say that Sunday during the game on the feed I'm watching. I'm like, dude, you must be stoned off meth or whatever else because that ain't Michael Vick out there. Michael Vick was Michael Vick. And I know my sister-in-law is loving me talk about that right now, but you can't take away what he did on the field. Now, obviously Vic's time's passed. I'm not living in the past on that, but I, I, I had to get that off my chest because somebody said that's like Michael Vick 2.0. I'm like, no, it's not. But Jalen Hurts obviously has the respect. He earned the respect from his teammates in training camp somewhere. It could have been that he bought the isotoner gloves for the line. Who knows? I see a lack of respect and confidence from the teammates in Carson Wentz compared to Jalen Hurts. Let Jalen Hurts roll because you saw, again, you saw how that offensive line can block for whoever's back there. It doesn't matter. It's who they choose to block for. And they did a damn good job against a damn good team. There you have it. (laughs) Straight from the ass. (laughs) They beat it. They beat it. They beat it. You know what I mean? I hey, I I shelved Carson Wentz like week four, so <laughs> I wasn't ready to put Jalen in at that time. But I shelved Carson Wentz like week four, like I'd have traded for uh, who who's a a quarterback that's like you're like, how's this guy still in the league? <laughs> oh, uh, what's his name? What's his name down in uh, Buffalo? They got or San Diego? They got replaced because Tyrod Taylor. Oh uh, well, he no, no, he got screwed. No, I'm just saying, would you take it? Would yeah, you take Tyrod Taylor over Carson Wentz. I would. I would have beforehand. 
<laughs> he's just he did, he, just, he just got get, he just got put on shitty teams, bro. <laughs> he did. I'm not trying to take anything away from what Carson Wentz brought to us a couple years ago. Not at all. But since then, there's something has happened that he lost the respect for his team. And let's move on. And you call it, and I call it the what have you done for me lately syndrome. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, all right. Next up. <clears throat> Even with the win, and, to- and now top of the AFC, Chiefs have shown some weaknesses, but who can exploit them? Damon? Um, I think the teams that can exploit are two teams. One, you think that I'm going to say one, and I'm not. I think the two teams that can exploit these weaknesses in the AFC are the Bills and the Colts. No. (laughs) I'm actually not disagreeing with that. However, I don't think the Colts are – I don't think the Colts are – consistent enough to do so now if they get when they get in the playoffs because obviously they're going to make it when they get in the playoff unless something drastic happens over the next few weeks but going to the playoffs it depends on who they play at first and it depends on what happens from here until that game that'll set the tone for the playoffs will they will they kind of be battered Will they kind of be, you know, get their get their confidence taken away from them by the teams that they see the rest of the way in? I don't know. Time will tell. But they are good enough. I just don't know if their consistency, excuse me, their consistency is going to uh, show up. Um, I actually like their consistency. They've won, what, five straight games? Um, and they have not been walkover games. They've had to battle. And their running game has improved. And what's really surprising is old man Rivers' interception rate is really, really, really down. And that was the key that most people had uh, the Indianapolis Colts as far down as as four or five when they should have been like two or three because of his past performance. Now, we still don't know what's going to happen when he hits the – Hits the hits the uh the playoffs because you know once Philip hits the playoffs things are a little different. Playoff but, yeah, but I do like what Indianapolis is doing. They're very balanced on offense. We've seen we haven't seen this Ty for what at least three years. You know what I'm saying? So he's healthy. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has showed his best game. Now they have two running backs that you have to pay attention to that also catch the ball after the field, and their defense is like that Bob Sanders defense, that bend, 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 but never break in the red zone. So, yeah, I understand. I'm still team Jacoby, but Phillip is doing right now what they intended for him to do when they brought him here. So you, you have to look at that. Um, I think the Colts really are one of the hottest teams in the league right now would be them and the Washington football team. <laughs> I should have known when they took the damn name away they were going to do something this year in our division. Didn't necessarily know we were all going to suck as bad as we do, but they're leading the shit pile right now, ain't they? Yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty favorable for them, too. So, uh, anyway. 
<laughs> so I'm looking at it like, but I say it like this: they got what two get three games left, and they have a two game lead. Is that correct? Who? Uh, Washington. Uh, they're five and eight. Yeah, they're five and eight. Uh, they got a one game, I believe. One and a half because of the. the... No, because New York's over us now. Oh, so they got a two. Yeah, so they got a two game lead over you and a half game. Or one and a half over. No, they got a one the game over us. One and a half, or one and a half game over us. One That's game one over the over the Giants. Yep. with three games left. And yep. those are against us. I mean, huh? we play. We play our division one more time. Everybody, everybody, one more time except the Giants. So we end with Washington. I think we play Dallas in two weeks. Um, because yeah, we don't. Yeah, we play Arizona this week. So. <laughs> Man, um, I don't think the Steelers right now, the way they're playing football, is going to be any good. You can't. I'm, I'm excited. That, that can yeah. help. I'm excited with Ben's arm looking as strong as it is, but you can't win with him throwing the ball 50 times a game. You have to find a running game. I mean, you got five running backs on roster, and none of them. <laughs> None of them can get over 50 yards a game. <laughs> None of them. So, I mean, Connor gave them a uh gave us, I can't say them, Connor gave us the majority of us fans a false sense of okay, let Le'Veon Bell make his move. But as you can see with his lack of durability and his lack of lack of consistency and running the ball in between the numbers of what Steeler football is, I just don't see them going past. I, mean, I think they'll get past week one, but I don't really know about week two. We'll see. I'm, my two teams that I'm thinking about is your Steelers. If their run game comes on board, and you cannot, you cannot doubt the Buffalo Bills this year because they are a team to to be reckoned with. Josh Allen is an MVP candidate. Nobody can say any. Nobody can tell me different. Josh Allen is an MVP candidate for the league. Okay. Oh, we're back to the okay and maybes, folks. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What's next on the docket, sir? Uh, that was it. Well, we was going into the Washington football team. We was talking about you know them rolling. Gotcha. You know, having a good look, yeah. um, chasing up by, behind Alex Smith and Chase Young. So, I mean, you might have the rookie player, defensive player of the year, and you're going to have the comeback player of the year. So, yep. All right. I think it's time for some. No, I better not. We better mention these shows before Damon yells that, at me. It, it doesn't matter. The whole notes <laughs> is all jacked up. I mean, there was like four more commercials <laughs> added in there. There was a whole section. We was talking about the Cleveland Indians. Uh, <laughs> we was talking about uh, uh, Mayweather and Layla Ali. Yeah, I never and, saw and any Clisco, of these <laughs> Yeah, and Clisco going into the Hall of Fame. As he uh, should. <laughs> we was, we, there was a couple on there, bro. <laughs> well. We were uh, talking about Roger Dale. Uh, having the the fact that Roger Goodell had to tell well, we can talk about this right now because it's under football. There but you go. The fact that Roger Goodell had to come out and make a press conference 
to the country to say that the NFL players and personnel will not be receiving uh, vaccinations in front of, uh, you know, will not be jumping the line. It's a shame that we have to. I mean, this should have already been expected. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's a shame that he has to come out and tell people that because, you know, all these media want to say, well, uh-oh, they want to make sure they get the uh, the NFL season done in the Super Bowl play, so the NFL players are going to be first. If I was an NFL player, bro, I'm not taking it first. I will take it. I'll take the vaccine, but I'm not taking it first. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I don't even know if I want to take it. <laughs> hey, I'm just like the meme I put up the other day on Facebook. <laughs> People do. You take all, you put all this into your body. Right. But this vaccine, that's what you go call the line on. <laughs> well, I cross, I, I don't cross the line a lot farther than that. So, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Spotlight games of the week. We're supposed Spot- to be brought to you by Doc Sports. <laughs> okay. Brought to you by Doc Sports. Text BW Sports to 29022 right now. And you'll see what you've been missing on the sports bet books. I'm telling you right now, Doc Sports, and that's where our good buddy Rafael Esparza comes from, Doc Sports uh, Sports Services. Check him out. Text BW Sports to 29022 right now. Yeah, folks, that's like our eighth promo code. Man, who said we wasn't top notch? <laughs> our wives. <laughs> <laughs> you better right. get in where you fit in. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> All right, surprise players and teams of uh the last weekend. Um you know since I lost all my notes. <laughs> I know my team was the Eagles. Well, go to your team. Go to your team. Well, why why did you pick the Eagles as Eagles, your surprise? Um because of some of the the points that you made out earlier. Um, how they rallied behind the young fella. How you saw a different, um, um, for my for my friend Monica. How you saw a different organic aura around the around the football team. They played it. Stretched that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they just had a different feel about them, and that was the Eagles team that I was looking to see earlier in the year. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna have to agree with you. The Eagles came out and did surprise me just because of that fact of how well they did play with him. And obviously, like I said earlier, it shows that there's something missing in between Carson Wentz and the rest of that team. Period. I remember who my uh, player is now, Damon. Drew Locke, Denver Broncos. Four because the uh, his teammate talking shit. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh dude threw four touchdowns they got a they got a win um against carolina and carolina was i believe if i'm not mistaken hold on here yeah uh no they they kind of did i'm sorry carolina started coming back in the fourth quarter that's what it was and the, but the defense stepped up on that but drew Locke, i mean he threw four touchdowns i'll give it to him on this one i, I very much very well surprised me because i don't see a Denver Broncos quarterback right now doing anything good at all. No, and neither did uh, Judy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Disappointments of week, what, 14? Because I, I didn't have a 
uh, surprise player, I'm going to go with yours. Oh, shit. You didn't put one down or I just skipped you? <laughs> I didn't know. Both. <laughs> Yes. I did, didn't I? Yes. I'm like, I just it, didn't I? <laughs> it throws me off when we don't have our notes, man. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm like, because my whole head was scripted towards the notes, and now I'm like, oh. <laughs> just imagine what we did without, without when we had those notes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, disappointing. Yeah. Uh, mine's easy. Mine's easy. Mine's the same. For my uh, team and my player, it's the same. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers running core, your running back office, your whatever y'all look groupy. This called y'all all need to be caned. Take them to Singapore. Yeah, Take them to Singapore. Caned. You know. It- <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean. They haven't had we haven't had a hundred yards rushing, not rusher, rushing combined. I don't know how we still win games because Ben is awesome, and I'm gonna get me three more Ben Roethlisberger's jersey. I don't care if he's not there or not. <laughs> so what if he comes an Eagle? Are you gonna get a Philadelphia Eagles Ben Roethlisberger jersey? No. <laughs> <laughs> That was stretching, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, so yeah, they're terrible. The running game is terrible. Uh Mike T- Mike Tomlin is hot about it. I think he's gonna fire the running back coordinator, and we need to be in a draft or in free agency looking for a draft. Um, going into the playoffs, Marshawn Leaks is available. He fits our style of running. That card has been pulled in the past by another team. And what happened that year? They went to the playoffs. <laughs> I went farther than the playoffs. Oh, yeah. You know, just hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, we, we could do him like Jerome Bettis. You only need him from the 20 to the goal line. <laughs> true. That's true. Ben can get you to the 20. Hey, you can get there. You just got to get in now. Yes. Yeah. So that's where I'm. Uh, I'm gonna have to say the disappointment for the week. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, you was you was kind of coming back from your from your early slump, and then you throw three picks. It's like, is it really a surprise? No, but you know, you didn't really expect it. Uh, we did kind of. I just didn't expect him to drop that far down. Maybe one, but three. Come on, man. Come on, man. He's still in the league. He is, but I have to have a disappointment, so he's my disappointment. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, we've got a we've got a little more exciting. I see that. The one Just that I would for sure start watching so much more if we had Marshawn. I figured Jay would start watching a little more because of Juju. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a guy I think he'd like Juju. I like Juju. <laughs> yes, Courtney, I could probably keep him up, Matt Ryan, up there in the disappointment category every week. However, this week just disappointed me a little bit more. Even more so than Philip Rivers, man. I would take Philip Rivers over Matt Ryan in RB. <laughs> I would too. Oh yeah, I would too. <laughs> I and would. I'm sorry, Maddie Ice, man. That's a hell of a nickname, bro. But. It's just too much, not enough. 
Yeah. All right. Um, and and who was your team? Saints. Oh. Uh, I mean, you're you're sitting at the top of the NFC, and you let a team like Philadelphia do what they did to you. I mean, we took up – now, granted, we only scored, what, 10 points – or I'm sorry, 7 points in the second half, but the halftime score was 17 to nothing, and if we didn't miss the, free, the field goal going into the halftime, it would have been 20 to nothing at halftime. I mean, they, they gave us that win in the sense that they played like shit ball the whole first half. Period. Yeah, the Eagles exploited the one thing that Tyson couldn't do. Yep. <laughs> so um, the game was a little better than I expected it to be. Mm. I thought it was going to be one of them Wildcat type games the whole game. So I was expecting. Glad to be it wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm glad it wasn't. So, glad it and wasn't. that was my worst pick game. I was going to say, speaking of, that was last week's worst pick from the one was the Saints and the Eagles. And, yeah, it wasn't that bad of a game. Now we look at the Steelers and Bills. That was a decent game. We had the best game. Both of us had that one. Probably wasn't the best because the two most intriguing games that we had there were actually the best football to watch in the Ravens barely beating the Cleveland Browns and the Dolphins falling to the Chiefs. But, man, they were on a run. Hey, during that game, I was sitting there and I was watching the game. I was seeing the Dolphins is up. I'm like, look, Dan over talking shit because he was like, it was going to be upset. Dude's going to be, I know he's over talking mad shit. And I was sitting there. I'm like, I'll come back to it later. And I looked at the end and said, oh, not talking shit no more. (laughs) I'm not talking shit because the point spread was like nine points. So if you bet your ass on the spread, you want a good portion of money. I keep forgetting you do stuff off the bet spread. I pick games of wins and losses. <laughs> I mean, I do too, but there's better money on the spreads sometimes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I get off of that one. But um, the Steelers-Bills game, um, I can tell you exactly right when that game changed because the Steelers controlled that whole first half. The whole mm-hmm. first half. And what changed the game was the pick six at the end of the game. They were never at the end of the first half. From that point on, the Bills rolled, and there was nothing that they can do offensively or defensively. Um, to me, the best game of the weekend, man, could be the best game of the year. Man. That Ravens-Browns game was exciting. How, many, in my division, how, how do you think? How do you think the betters felt on that ending with the safety? Uh, woo, somebody hot. Boy. <laughs> somebody hot. And somebody little peed off. I said that, too, because we were, I mean, yeah, at that time, we were laying in the bed. The game right. was still on. I was like, ooh, somebody hot about that safety. Either that or somebody's really happy. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was crucial, but man, what a game! I was don't a- think Lamar would go poop. I don't. I oh, don't. he said he was. He said he was cramping. Yeah, because he just—I mean—he was only three weeks off the the COVID, and he wasn't, you know, training or playing. Oh, so I can see it. I can see it. Hey, he didn't have those fluids running in him. That's what those yeah. IVs are for, man. You need to give him a couple more shots during that game. 
Yeah, I don't think he pulled the Paul Pierce. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I remember, I remember that clearly. Like I'm sitting there, like, oh man, he is so soft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But man, and it came down to whoever had the most time left at the end. Because I think if Baker had a minute left. Oh, he would have ran down that field. He even came down there and got that field goal, too. So, what a game. And I, I was sitting – the reason why I was so excited about this guy, I was going to watch this game to the end regardless because it was a division game. Right. That won the division for us. Yep. Thank you, Baltimore. I appreciate <laughs> it. Because <laughs> if Cleveland won, we wouldn't go no to the last game of the season. And I want them to get their rest that they so desperately need. <laughs> I'd agree. For your sake, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So I was like, yes, I never cheered for Baltimore so much in my life. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Chiefs-Dolphins, the Dolphins have impressed me. I'm kind of with you on how you predicted the Dolphins turn around uh, before we even played our first game. Good job there, buddy. Uh, the you. Dolphins are, are good, man. They're going to be good. That defense is outstanding. Yes, they are. The but, defense, like I said, those two defense backs back there, they got all of, uh, two top elite defensive backs, and it's time. Yeah. Well, good point, Courtney. Good. <laughs> all right, so let's let's try to flip through these these what we think game. Oh, I got you here, brother. The best game. Oh, best I need game of the week. Games, don't I? Chiefs at Saints. Best game of the week. Why? Because the Saints are coming off that loss against the Eagles. The Chiefs are coming off of a scare in Miami. Both of these teams are topping their conferences. I think you're going to see a Chiefs loss to New Orleans because they're going to come out firing. Haven't you been predicting the Chiefs loss like the last five weeks? No. Okay. No. Just, just last the last week. three. Last <laughs> week. <laughs> okay. Just just check it. Uh I'm trying, I'm trying. Okay, so that's my best game. While you're while you're going. Doing, the boy is doing Fortnite. I can tell you that. Oh man. I can tell. <laughs> Worst game of the week. Jets at Rams. That is going to be ugly. Ugly, I say. Ugly. 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 Agree? Ugly. 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 That's right. Most intriguing game of the week. I'm going to have to go with Seattle going to Washington. That's going to be an interesting game with Washington's defense against Russell Wilson's throwing ability to throw interceptions this year compared to any other year he's been in the league. This could be nasty for Seattle, and it could really drop their projections in the playoffs. And that's what that what do you have that for? Most intriguing. All right. 
Um, I actually am with you on that as most intriguing. Seattle and Washington. I'm with you on that one, sir. Uh, who do I have as my blah, blah, blah? I mean, I'm looking at it, and really, there's not much to pick from. You it's might not. look at the Bears and the Vikings just because they're tied in the v- division and record and all that as maybe most intriguing, but not the best game. I am not in uh why there's bears vikings dolphins patriots no because the patriots are not i mean nah lions titans that's that's going to be a really bad one jaguars panthers and packers buccaneers and falcons that might be an interesting game just depending on which team shows up for both of those teams i mean the chargers and raiders could be something because it's a divisional game and the Raiders are not looking good right now. The Chargers could be, you know, very disruptive to what they got going on. Yep. <laughs> I think the, I, you know what? I think the worst game is the Cowboys 49ers. Oh, there you go. Bet the under on that game, folks. And that's coming from the one. And I say that for, I say that for this because of the stinking Cowboy fans. You know, there are some of the most annoying people. Of all time. Listen, I know I went to school in Texas, so I have a lot of friends that are Cowboy fans. Is Robbie texting you right now? I don't know. I don't know. She's, she's a hey, she's a uh, by proxy fan. Yeah, she's kind of a fair weather one, fair weather fan now. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they've been getting their ass kicked. They went one game, and oh my god, the the doors of heaven have reopened. <laughs> you know, and I'm sitting there reading these like, and they win one game. You won three games, and you want to call out somebody else's team on Facebook that lost. Oh, here, real really? quick. Real quick, just last night we were having a conversation, myself and Mr. Tom Racker over there, because you all know he's a Cowboys fan. We were talking about, he goes, yeah, you guys tied the Bengals. We beat the Bengals. I was like, okay, we beat you. He goes, no, you didn't. And if, uh, that's at first he goes, no, you didn't. And then he kind of backtracked. He goes, wait a minute, did you did you guys win? I think we won. I'm like, nope, we beat you, and we're gonna do it again here next week. I don't know who's gonna win that game. You know what <laughs> I mean? I got one brother on this side. I got one brother on this side. I think I'm gonna pull a Switzerland on that. I'm gonna pull that. I'm gonna pull a Curb Street. Or Herb Street, I'm calling that game, so I can't pick yeah, that man. game. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Do we have a one thought for this evening, Damon? We've already heard the straight from the ass. Do we have a one thought that I didn't erase from the notes tonight? Um, you didn't erase it, but the one thought would be this. Stay positive. <laughs> <laughs> um don't ignore in these hard times there's always things to complain i mean in these holidays there's always in hard times there's always something for someone or some of us to for us to have something to take a step back and look that somebody else is having a harder time than you are mm-hmm. be mindful of other people's situations that you don't know about and just show love as much as you can 
That's my one thought. And talk shit. And talk shit to your friends with love, folks. With love. Because I talk shit to this guy right here all the time. And it's all done out of love. Because we could get heated and the guy still wants a hug from me after the show. It's okay. I feel the love too, sir. Now, hey, y'all don't know where we get through here. I'm hanging up on his ass. <laughs> There's no after show talk. There's no <laughs> nothing, folks. Really quick, let's give you the rundown. The weekly rundown is what we call it. Bet your ass with Rafael Esparza starting Monday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Redraft Show all on BW Sports 1 at 7 o'clock on Tuesday. Wednesday Night Live is obviously here with us on 7.30 Wednesday nights. Saturday. Oh, hold on. I'm going to skip Saturday. Sundays. I'm going to go back to that. Sunday's show, 11 o'clock. You know the boys over at Checkers and Records. The stash and the beard. Now, the stash that he doesn't have just a stash now. It's all finally filled out because he's been at home. Not shaving. That's fine. Get all your racing information there. Sundays at 11 o'clock. Now, I'm going to bring us back to the Saturday show. We're going to kick it off like this. We got an awful, awful uh, debate going on here. Let's say that. Super kicking it with Steven, folks. Saturdays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next week, you will see the triple threat held in the cell TLC match for the number one contender spot for the AWF title. That's right, folks. The Lion versus Lord Dorkington. Versus Checkers the Clown. That's right, folks. Doink's long-lost nephew. They're in a match to go up against the number one, uh, to get the number one contenders match against Peter Joseph the second at AFW 2021. There'll be some promo videos going out, folks. Promo videos next week. Of Lord Dorkington himself, and I cannot wait until he's in character because the lion is gonna rip them all up. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, Damon, I don't know where the people oh, is. My she better God. hurry up if she's pew pewing. There she is. I right, Lord Dorkington, just to let you know, he is the in-law. Of some famous wrestler from England back in the day. Okay. That's he all I can tell you. <laughs> huh? He must have like a suit and tie getting ready. I ain't got no damn he suit. He's going to look like Paul Heyman going out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I, am, I am a rich, I, I'm a black guy from the streets who hit the lottery and moved to England. <laughs> I love the backstory there. I love it. That's awesome. That's amazing. You and know, I became a lord. I, lord saw, I saw the lion talking a little smack earlier today saying, you look like a broke Booker T. Ooh, it's coming, folks. A-W-F 2021. Lord Dorkington will fall. Krusty the Clown. No, I'm sorry. Checkers the Clown will fall to 
to the lion. Oh. I'm with you, Jasmine. This is terrible. <laughs> yes, yes, Jasmine. I agree. As this always, is terrible. Yes, as always. <laughs> what do we do? Oh, what we keep oh. in, we keep in the sporty baby. He's gonna get us. That's Eli's. <laughs> yeah, no. really. No, that, this that one, one is mine. <laughs> this one's mine. It's automatic. It has a, a battery. That way I don't have to do the pumping oh. action myself. Wow. And on that note, folks, have a wonderful <laughs> week. We'll see you back next week. <laughs>